my name is Olivia Davison. I'm currently volunteer crew. Originally I started in Brighton back in January 2017 before moving up to Keswick Lifeboat summer last year in 2022. I'm originally from Warrington, which is a lovely rugby league town in the northwest of England. Uh, I actually moved down to Brighton to start training as a paramedic uh, with the University of Brighton, starting my course there. Uh, just before I started there though, I was working at Boardmasters Festival and at the night time we'd go work at the bars kind of thing and in the day it was our own free time. So I wandered down to the beach and one day there was Jan Lie there and they were doing uh, just fundraising activities. They were just telling me about what the crew does. I was saying I was actually moving to Brighton as a, a lifeboat station there and they told me yes. I contacted Brighton Lifeboat asking if there were any jobs going. I explained I was a student paramedic and I was moving down and I got a message back from a chap called Conrad and he was like, we are the RNLI, but we're not paid, we're the actual volunteer, um, volunteer station. And he asked if I'd like to come down, have a little look around the station, meet some of the crew because they were recruiting and um, being a student paramedic, they were, they were wanting that kind of asset to the team. So yeah, I did. So when moving down to Brighton, mum and dad dropped me off. A couple of weeks later, popped down to the lifeboat station and yeah, met Comrade, went round. I just remember thinking, this is awesome. All the crew were so awesome and lovely. And the whole time I was like, it's, it's, it's not for me. I obviously can't, I can't do this. You know, like I, I'm from an, a town which has the love of Mersey going through it. I've got no marine experience and all these people are really nice and really cool. And I just didn't see myself in that role whatsoever. Um, so I had my nice little visit had a lovely, lovely time, went home and was like, well, obviously it's not, it's not for me. That's not, I can't do that. That's not who I am. I'm not that, I'm not that person. And then a handful of weeks later, Conrad messaged me again saying, we're taking on the boot camps to start in January. Would you like, would you like to sign up? And thank goodness he texted me. I was actually on my way to Asda. Um, and I was like, I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll give it a go. What's the worst that can happen? And six and a half years later, I'm still crew and it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I had only really come out to a handful of people. So my two best friends, Emily and Simran, they obviously knew. My brothers knew, my mum guessed it, uh, but I still hadn't told my dad. I was still reluctant to. I just wasn't sure how he'd take it. And as well, before moving down, I hadn't I'd only really figured it out myself. I'd kind of been very much denial about it until finally accepting it. And it was something which I, not that I wasn't comfortable with, it just, I finally felt like me, but I was just trying to figure out how to be me now. And moving down to Brighton, it was obviously quite daunting because it was a brand new place. Uh, I was starting a new degree and everything was brand new. And I never realized at the time that, I don't know if it's official or unofficial, but Brighton's like the gay capital. So when I moved down there, I was very pleased with that fact. Yeah, and it, it felt like a place which I could really embrace who I was and explore myself. And moving to Brighton was absolutely fantastic. And it made me just really enjoy and love who I am. And the fact that I'm gay just wasn't a big deal down there. If anything, it was celebrated. Not that it wasn't at home. It was just a different environment, a different... Um, 
different attitude to things. As I say, I'd only just come out, so I was still figuring things out at home. But in Brighton, I think I'd just moved down. I'd just come to terms with things myself. And I could really embrace it. And Brighton was the perfect place for that. So being introduced to the crew and meeting everybody was the warmest of welcome. It didn't matter that I was gay. Not that it would have done, but newly coming out, it was obviously something which I didn't know how people would inter interpretate because I had had some negative um, responses by people. But the crew were, they weren't bothered. It, was, it wasn't a thing, you know? Like, so I got to know them. They welcomed me with warm, warm arms. And it was just about introducing me, integrating me into the crew, getting me trained up so I'm so capable. And my sexuality really wasn't, wasn't anything at all. Um, so any, anyone I dated whilst with Brighton were welcome with warm arms. A lot of the crew got to know my partners. Um, and even my most current partner got, knows a lot of the crew quite well and since moving up to Keswick some of the Brighton crew come up and visit me and yeah like in terms of that it really cemented to me that I could be who I wanted to be and I can be that person like it, it kind of made me not accept but embrace who I was and yeah I, I grew I grew confidence I grew self-esteem and I grew a sense of pride with the lifeboats and that kind of went hand in hand with my sexuality so yeah, the, the lifeboats I think really developed me as a person, but also helped me find my, my footing with my sexuality too, in a, in a very weird way. The Iron Lie is 100% the best thing I've ever done. Uh, after meeting my partner, of course, Laura, she's number one, of course. Um, but no, it's, it's just, it's done so much in terms of my character, my confidence, it's just developed it. Um, you learn a lot about yourself as well when it's three o'clock in the morning and you're running down to the station to face the storm knowing someone needs your help and that's I think quite quite character testing and then your fellow crew turn up and you're all in it together, you're like a little family and you're all there for one common goal and that I think really highlights who you are as a person, who your friends are and again that's something which when I'm going down for that introductory kind of meet the crew session I thought I could never be that person. And just different things as well, like I've learned I can push the boundaries and I can be more than I think I can be. Like I'm, I'm very, very little. I'm only five foot three and a half. The half counts at this size. Um, but I'm still, I'm, I've pulled people out of water. Um, I've pulled in great, great lines of rope to help vessels. I've, you know, I've, I've done the shouts and I've not felt at all from my size, my sexuality, my gender or anything compromised or even doubted. So honestly, when I left that station, I remember thinking I'm, I'm not good enough for this, I can't do this, and I proved that that wrong. Hello, it's Mary McAleese here. You've been listening to part of the RNLI's 200 Voices collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org slash 200 voices or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. Two Hundred Voices is produced for the RNLI by Adventurous Audio Limited. <laughs>